scramble to control the deadly epidemic, and now more countries have taken more than 500 Americans have been airlifted from Wuhan. But time may be running out for U.S. citizens. Breaking overnight, U.S. stocks look set for a sharply lower open amid growing fears. Over this the- is your coronavirus update. With your coronavirus update for Tuesday, May 17th, I'm Jim Watkins, brought to you by Florida Vacations at SiestaKeyYes.com. Your room is ready at SiestaKeyYes.com. First, we'll look at the weekly trends in cases and in fatalities from COVID-related illness. Then we'll follow up with news with impact. First, here at home in the U.S., there were an average of 78,222 New cases, that is down from last week, but that's up from one month ago significantly by about 150%. Deaths related to COVID across the U.S. are averaging about 214 per day. That's down 29% from last week, down 60% from one month ago. New York reported 31 deaths on Monday. The seven-day moving average of the number of fatalities from COVID-related illness are 21 California reported 11 deaths statewide. Their moving average is 31, so that's lower than their average. Illinois reported 8 deaths on Monday. It's about on par with their average, which is 7. And Florida reported 0 deaths. They have a weekly moving average of about 3 deaths per day in Florida. Where are the high cases taking place of people testing positive for COVID-19 at this time? New York leads the pack with over 11,000 new cases being reported on Monday. Connecticut reported 10,700 cases on Monday. Their moving average is 2,000, so we're seeing a sharp increase in the number of new cases in Connecticut. Meanwhile, the rolling average of COVID-related deaths in Connecticut remain at about three per day. That's three people per day on average succumbing from COVID-related deaths in Connecticut. In all, there were 29 states that reported zero deaths from COVID on Monday. Now we turn our attention to the global numbers to see how the world is shaping up from the COVID-19 pandemic. Global deaths from COVID-19 related illness stands at 6.29 million people so far. 324 million people have also recovered from COVID. Listing off the top five countries who experienced the most fatalities so far, the U.S. leads with 1.02 million. Brazil saw 665,000 of its Citizens die from COVID-related illness. India comes in at number three with 524,000. Russia has experienced 378,000 fatalities from COVID-related illness. And Mexico reports 324,600 deaths from COVID-19. Despite the fact that 78% of the U.S. population has received at least one COVID vaccine, 65% of the country is totally vaccinated, The United States still leads the world in total number of deaths, the highest new case counts, and as of today, more daily deaths than the other five countries listed. Part of this is the transparency we know of the U.S. medical system, or possibly overcounts that come from frequent testing due to easy access more so than in the other four leading countries. We also want to give notice to some of our European friends, noting that while new cases are down in the U.K., Deaths did rise slightly in the last month in the U.K. to over 600 per day. Today, the countries with the highest number of new cases are North Korea, reporting over 600,000 new cases in the last 48 hours. Australia leads second with 67,000 new cases reported on Monday. The U.S. with 64,000. 
Taiwan reporting 61,000 new cases. Deaths have also peaked to its highest level in two years at 40 in Taiwan. Throughout much of the pandemic, Taiwan had been rather insulated from COVID-19. A sharp increase in cases only... A sharp increase in cases there has only recently occurred. And in a moment, we'll take a look at news with impact on your coronavirus update. Coming soon from the makers of Coronavirus Update is the Earthwatch podcast, a weekly update of consumption news and environmental impacts. Earthwatch coming soon. And now with the Coronavirus News with Impact segment. Biden administration officials have discussed deep cuts to their COVID-19 operation as doubts grow about Congress's willingness to fund related programs, according to Politico. Things have gotten so serious, the administration has looked at ways to keep the federal effort going on in a month-by-month basis, according to the report published Friday. The United States will share technology used to make COVID-19 vaccines through the World Health Organization and is working to expand rapid testing and antiviral treatments to -to hard-to-reach populations, according to the president, who spoke on Thursday. Speaking at a second global COVID-19 summit, Biden called on Congress to provide additional funds so that the U.S. may contribute more to the global pandemic response. And finally, there's this, published this week in the Epic Times. Canadian immunologist and vaccine researcher Byron Brittle, Ph.D., has gained access to Pfizer's distribution study from the Japanese regulatory agency. The research demonstrates several issues being published with concerns regarding COVID-19 vaccines. Number one, he lists mRNA vaccine would primarily remain in and around the vaccination site proved to be untrue. Pfizer's data shows the mRNA and subsequent spike proteins are widely distributed in the body with an hour. According to the report, the spike protein is a toxin shown to cause cardiovascular and neurological damage. It also has reproductive toxicity, and Pfizer's biodistribution data shows it accumulates in women's ovaries. Pfizer's document submitted to the European Medicine Agency also shows the company failed to follow industry standard quality management practices during preclinical toxicology studies and that key studies did not meet good laboratory practice standards. This report was published this week in the Epic Times. And that concludes this segment of the Coronavirus Update. Follow us often on this podcast. Don't forget Earthwatch, the podcast, coming soon. With your Coronavirus Update for Tuesday, May 17th, I'm Jim White.